0: I have a note of understanding to give you that uh, in my previous long aspect of my podcast um I studied and got understanding of Hebrew roots. And because Jesus was Jewish, and to fully understand the contrast between what was happening as far as his people and what he was trying to bring in was very interesting to me to learn had to understand the Jewish aspect. Because he fully understood the Jewish aspect. He grew up in it. He was Jewish. But what God was sending him to do was to make that all new. And it gave me a greater depth of 1 Corinthians, Paul talks about a lot of the Jewish ways or aspects that Jesus was trying to change, and you see a very contrast aspect even today, because the early church of Christians They were all Gentiles. Because Jesus started telling his disciples to go out to the Gentiles. Because they were going to hear the message. The Jewish people weren't hearing the message. And so the early Christians were Gentiles. So they went away. they, They never adhered to the Jewish traditions. So they... In First Corinthians it starts to show that they met not on the Sabbath of the Jewish way which is Friday, Saturday. They started meeting on Sunday. So you start to see evidence in that early church of why that was. And he talks about the tithe, and that is under the law and Jesus (laughs) was taking everybody out of the law so you see a lot of churches even now um, pastors that will put people in almost like you've got to tithe you've got to tithe you've got to do 10%. That's the law. And and they're doing it to probably ensure that they have money for their their church. So Paul talks about being generous in your giving and that it's a Holy Spirit heart. Giving could be over and above the tithe. So, you know, there's no set amount that's given in that book of First Corinthians. It's just a cheerful and loving giving. So you start to see things that aren't of the Jewish laws and traditions that are Beginning, and so uh, to know the traditions and the law of the Jewish and to understand that culture, then you begin to understand what's true and what isn't. And when pastors put you under a tithe, then they're they're being misled. They're they're being misled in that way. Because once you put yourself under the law... Then... You know... There's a whole... Whole thing... That, that doesn't match anymore... Because you can't be under the law... And have grace... You know... He brought in grace and favor and... And things that were... Not of the law... So... Um... You can't have both. You can't do both. Because then you would have to adhere to all the 633 laws. So, I want an understanding that I took a Hebrew root's emphasis to understand. Not that I believe that the Jewish culture is is correct. There are things in the things that God set up with them for remembrance of him and every one of the feasts talk about Jesus. They they foretell and speak about Jesus even though they don't say it you know because he wasn't he wasn't there yet but in the aspect of how it was all set up it foretells and and shows Jesus in them so that's a great understanding and also a remembrance because it is God's biblical calendar and to have that understanding gives you a greater depth of what his word is what it's saying Culture then, Um, so it was just a a thing that God led me to to have, but in no way am I under traditional Jewish aspects because we're in the New Testament (laughs) and. He was trying to bring all that in, you know, even back then, so, um, a whole different attitude, a whole different belief system, because they had been taught for so many ages this was the way, you know, and, and rabbinic law and Pharisees and all that took control and, you know, it began to be, um... Very rigid, and and Jesus and God—it you know—it wasn't supposed to be that way. So, and the Jewish people—you know—they didn't see. They didn't see, so they—you know—some of them still don't see, but there are more, more and more. Wanted to explain that because you need to read First Corinthians and understand that even some of the stuff today, some of some of it's being misled, and it's a thing that's in church culture, I guess, that you know has gone awry. I know. Uh, They met in small groups and small homes, and, you know, they, they didn't have big churches like we have today, and just a different, different focus, so big churches have to have big budgets, you know, to run, and, and so forth, so. But the main thing is to worship and follow Jesus. And uh, be focused with Him. And His Spirit will tell you. His Spirit will lead you and guide you. I had a situation this morning. I went to church and I I walked to church because I'm only three blocks from from it. And um, I got there. and This one man uh, that I see when I get there he has offered rides for me to go home and I only took one offer and um, he asked me again today if I walked and I said yeah and he says well we'll pray for you for a car and I said thank you but I need that he said, what scripture are you, um, standing on? And I said, Romans eight twenty-eight, Because he puts all things together for those who love him. that uh, acknowledge him according to his will and purpose. So, he said, good, I'll, I'll stand with you on that. And I said, great. And he says, well, I want you to know that we can give you a ride home today. But, you know, we won't always have to be able to do that. And I... kind of looked at him, and I went, yeah, and then he went off to do his technical, technical stuff with the sound, and I thought, I never asked him, (laughs) I never asked him to provide rides for me, you know, he's the one that offered, and I guess, why does he seem to think I expected or something, you know, so anyway, I'm worshiping and I'm praying, and worshiping God, and I hear, just, you know, walk over to Walgreens and do what you need to do and don't, don't take the ride home, and I, I said, okay, you know, and so, later, and asked me, you know, about the ride home, and I said, you know, today I'm just going to go over to Walgreens, and I need to go over there, so thank you very much for offering. It was like I needed to withdraw from that because he immediately thought I was expecting it, and I never asked him or never expected it. So sometimes people, even in church, can have the wrong conception you know, and why would he think that way? Or make that comment to maybe avoid the fact that maybe you know, I don't want to get stuck taking her home each day. Well, that's not loving and kind. I'm only three blocks away, so, you know, it's not it's not that far, but I can walk. And then he he happened to mention, he says, well, what, what happens when it gets cold out, it does get cold here sometimes, you know, and, and I said, well, well, deal with that when that happens, you know, um, we're just, I'm allowing God to do what he needs to do, and, you know, if it's, if it's too cold, I'll stay home and watch it online, but, you know, it's like, if he wanted given a way out, or or he was trying to make a way out of something that I never expected. So interesting how people are, you know. Um, I found that very interesting to have to deal with it. with another Christian. It's like you know the Lord guide and direct me and he did he did this morning you know and therefore they didn't have to feel that they had to do it you know because they didn't so just because i walked to church so i fully believe that the lord's gonna fill that void of my transportation because I was willing to let go of something that wasn't good at this point, so I wasn't trying to hold on to it. And uh, so I just thought that was kind of interesting because people don't want to fall into uh, having. Even though, you know, his word says be loving and kind to others and help them in their need. It's like, um, I mean, if I had a car, if I was going and somebody was walking like that, I would have offered to take them home. for for three blocks, you know, but, um, because I would have looked at it as a different aspect that I was serving someone to help them out, you know, because it wouldn't have been anything to me to, to do that, so, I don't know, it's just the attitude or focus, and, uh, I, you know, didn't hold anything against him, it was just, the Lord allowed me to bow out of it, <laughs> because it wasn't presented right, you know, it wasn't done right, you know, expectations again. what are you anticipating and expecting, you know, and he had a different focus, I never that I was or expected it and absolutely not you know so the Lord was gracious to tell me don't do it that way you don't entangle anything at this point so um I just thought that was a good uh, analogy of on speaking to this month, and uh, so I wanted to share a little bit and uh, let you know that you know First Corinthians and Galatians and Acts are very good books, very good books to uh, what Paul is trying to convey to the early church and even to us now. So. We are Gentiles, Gentiles that came in were part of that. And so all of that can speak to us, you know, as well as understanding what the Jewish culture was, where they were at and why I think it was so difficult for Jesus to break those barriers down, you know, those ideals and cultural other note that in my study tonight that uh, I thought was very interesting. Right now, a lot of Bible translations are changing. And they're leaving out a lot of the uh, Greek translations of where it states, Men Mortal or a um, moral or adult rather than distinguishing a gender because that's the woke culture of this modern time that's going on, and so they're changing a lot of the translations in the Bible, like the RSV. He says it'll take all the Greek um, gender notations out in in Corinthians especially uh, Paul was speaking to, to the men of the church they needed to be strong, they needed to be alert and watchful they needed to take their placement in leadership because he was seeing that that church was lost in not having it they were having divisions and they were having problems one way to correct it is to have a strong male leadership. And it wasn't that women weren't needed or strong. It was just that he was trying to address a problem that was presenting there. And back in um, Titus, the book of Titus talks about how strong women are needed as well, and mentoring other women, and, you know, it's a a balance, a balance within a culture of the church, so if you don't start seeing that balance, then something's not right, and a lot of times you'll see uh, pastors um, not taking the lead, and the wife will, and so that's imbalanced, it's imbalanced. So, um, you need to understand all these things so that you can know you're in the right place, that you're in the right place, and there are different cultural aspects in each church because every church is made up of different people, so when you start witnessing things that aren't balanced, then you can always go back to the word and see that Paul addressed these things with the churches. So, that's another side note.